In bodybuilding, there are more than just photographers that are perverts. There are judges, coaches, and other people of influence that have been known to use their influence to take advantage of people. Is bodybuilding about selfies, steroids, magazines, and muscles? How do I become a successful pro bodybuilder or fitness competitor? Where do I even start if I'm new? And the biggest question of all, what are the judges looking for anyway? Even today with the internet, many people first discover bodybuilding by word of mouth. A lack of regulation has caused a boom of unqualified coaches, scattered info, biased advice, dangerous protocols, and posing trends that are a hot mess. After 20 years in the business, I have seen it all. Week after week, I'm gonna talk about taboo topics that get swept under the rug, provide you tips and strategies to gain a competitive edge and stand out on stage in any division or federation. I'm gonna answer all the burning industry questions without the bias. I have competed across six federations, earned pro status in three, and judged in two. I've coached posing and choreography for men and women in all federations and divisions. I know just how much competing means to you. I'm your host, Michelle Welcome, and you are listening to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast. Be sure to download your free guide, Five Things Every Bodybuilder and Fitness Competitor Needs to Know Before Your Next Show at eenbb.com. That's www.eeinbb.com. Welcome back, everybody. This episode starts a two-part series I'm going to do called The Dark Side of Bodybuilding. I mentioned in one of the last episodes that the way this podcast is going to go is I'm going to start with like a 30,000-foot view of the industry, and then I'm going to work my way to more focused and specific topics. This particular topic is so big, I'm breaking it out into a two-part series. If you hear anything bad about bodybuilding, chances are you only hear about how horrible the diet and nutrition component of competition prep is, and that's about it for all the bad stuff. But there are a lot of things that especially new competitors should be aware of, and veterans, these are things that you should keep in the back of your head as you continue to pursue your goals. Or maybe you experienced some of the things I'm going to talk about yourself, have some regrets with no one to talk to about, or possibly even want to raise awareness in the industry like me, and will find camaraderie with me in this in this episode and the next one too. Please do share them because that is the only way the word is going to get out. So I'll never forget the time I was chased while walking home from the bus stop. My childhood home was at the top of a hill, and the bus stop where all the kids would walk to was at the very bottom of it. Let me tell you, it was a long walk up and down that hill. It was a steep climb that it just seemed endless. And let me tell you, when you add books in my book bag, it was just brutal. I always walked to and from the bus stop with my brothers and sister, depending on the day. This particular day, I was walking home and was almost to the top of the hill when this car pulls up very slowly. My brother was ahead of me and already on his way up the path to the house, so I was by myself. The car pulls up to me, and two guys get out of it, and they start coming towards me. I can still remember the car was like a bluish green, and one of the guys had a very distinct red, swirly, like curly hair. And like I said, they got out of the car, and they were coming at me. My instincts were triggered immediately, so I started running, And I ducked into the woods to the path that led up to our house where I caught up with my brother. 
The guys retreated, but that feeling of terror is something I'll never forget. The approach of the car, the guys getting out of it, them charging towards me, just complete terror. And I was really little too. My point of the story is to say that first off, there are a lot of bad people out there. Second, we are born with instincts. I was very young, but my instincts told me to run. It doesn't matter how old we are, we have them and they are never wrong. If something doesn't feel right to you, listen to it. Which leads me into the bodybuilding industry. No matter what division or federation you compete in, you transform your body. You build confidence in doing so. You are proud of your accomplishments and oftentimes you will want to showcase what you created by booking a photo shoot. In fact, if, if you're looking to be published in magazines, you're, you're going to want professional photos that do not include you on stage with your posing suit and competition tan. They're not looking for that. You are better off having photos taken in sportswear and or uh, a regular bikini with a white backdrop because with Photoshop, these photos can be used anywhere, including magazine covers. Now, photos on location with various backgrounds are taste-specific. They're great, they're cool, but they're likely to only be a part of your personal portfolio or part of your Instagram collage. This is fine, but know your goal before spending the money on photos. And speaking of photos, as you become more and more a part of bodybuilding and share your photos on social media, you are likely to be approached by photographers offering their services to you. There are some amazing photographers out there who are credible and have extensive portfolios. And then there are those who say they are photographers, but they're really just perverts with a camera. Use your instincts. I remember back when I was in college and having my first set of comp cards made. If you don't know what comp cards are, they're literally a card that has professional photos of you, including a headshot and a few full length shots with you in different looks to show your versatility as a model. Your stats, including your height, weight, age, hair color, and eye color are also on this card. This card is used by modeling agencies for hiring purposes. If a client of the agency is looking for something specific and you fit the criteria, your card will be shown for consideration. Also, if you're trying to pursue modeling as an independent model, you can submit a card like this to a magazine or another publisher for them to consider using you as a model. The comp cards I was having made at the time were for that startup modeling agency I told you about in episode one. The agency booked the photographer and it was my responsibility to come up with a few different looks for the photo shoot. The agency booked a few of us at once and we all took turns with our shoots on a Saturday. During the day, the photographer was extra flirty with everyone. He just, he gave me the creeps. And my instincts were already telling me something wasn't right, so I, I was on guard. Towards the end of the day, the photographer invites everyone to come hang out in his hotel room to talk about some modeling jobs since he had apparently come in from out of town to do this shoot. Now think about that for a second. I'm probably 19 years old and so are the other girls. We are there because we are pursuing modeling. A photographer who you think has influence is telling you he has some modeling jobs. What would you do? For me, it made my skin crawl and I left. But you know what? Not everyone did. In bodybuilding, there are more than just photographers that are perverts. There are judges, coaches, and other people of influence that have been known to use their influence to take advantage of people. Before I move on to judges and coaches, let me circle back to the photographers for a second. This past year alone, I have been approached by two separate people asking me my thoughts on a photographer that either approached them at a show or on social media. Two separate people, same photographer. 
One woman was asking for herself because this photographer claimed to be a fitness photographer that could help her get published and told her that she had a great look. The second person was actually a concerned friend of someone that had already booked with this guy to shoot sexy photos and had planned to go alone to meet him for the photo shoot. Both people reached out because something seemed sketchy. They also chose to reach out to me because he was apparently on my friends list on social media, so they thought I might know him. I have a lot of people on my friends list that I don't know personally from when I first created an account and added people then because I really didn't know what the platform was like at the time. I've thought about removing this person from my friends list, but I've decided not to since, well, because since then, this is now twice that two people, two separate people reached out asking for help after seeing the connection on social media with me. I figure maybe more people might reach out to me for help if I keep them on it. I really do care about you guys. More reason why I do this this podcast. When the first person asked me about this photographer, I looked him up and everything about him screamed creeper. I also reached out to a couple people I respect in the industry to see if they knew anything about him, and they too had the same response. Total creeper. So if you're listening and you are approached by a photographer for a sexy photo shoot and your instincts are telling you something doesn't feel right, listen to them. Research his or her portfolio of photos to see what their style is and make sure it is in alignment with your goals. For example, if the photographer has only photos of women in lingerie and compromised positions, you might want to judge for yourself if that look is something you're going for. Don't be afraid to ask for recommendations from past clients, too. And once you book the appointment, the photo shoot, never go alone, especially if you are meeting for the first time. It doesn't matter how old you are. Your instincts are never wrong. But what happens when there is a layer of trust added to the equation? like with coaches or judges. Well, this is one of the undertones of the bodybuilding industry that no one is talking about and one of the many reasons I'm doing this show. My aim is to spread truths and help you become your best you. One of the biggest goals from this show, no matter what the topic is, is for you to think for yourself first and I want you to slay your self-confidence both on and off the stage. As you know, I started bodybuilding 20 years ago and I love this sport. There's, there's so much reward and empowerment you get from competing that you can honestly say is unlike any other experience in life. I love that there are so many more divisions and federations to choose, choose from now because there's something for anyone in this sport. When I started, there were just the bodybuilding and fitness divisions. With bodybuilding, even with PEDs, you, you need many years of training and consistency to reach the level of muscle required to be competitive or the detail. The maturity, you can't just run one or two cycles, not focus on training or getting enough calories and, and think you're going to go win a show. Bodybuilding takes work, time, consistency. With the addition of divisions that require less muscle, this has opened up the sport to a ton more options for people. You can now get into the best shape of your life and try a bikini show, a model competition, or something called Diva Fitness Model that not only requires a two-piece bikini round, but an over-the-top theme wear round as well. It's pretty cool. There are so many fun divisions in addition to the more muscular divisions nowadays. And with the addition of many more divisions and competitions, this opens up the door for more predators to take advantage of someone's dreams and goals. More reason for you to think for yourself, become your best you, and use your instincts. My first competition wasn't a bodybuilding show. It was a fitness model competition where the winner earned a modeling contract. 
This was before I knew anything about bodybuilding except what I saw on ESPN growing up. My first trainer helped me transform my body for this competition, and in doing so, it built my confidence in a way that I never felt before. I was 20. I had abs for the first time in my life. I was amazed at what diet and exercise could do. I remember my trainer asked me to stop by his house one day because he was proud of me and wanted to give me a gift. Now, I trusted my trainer and was so grateful that he showed me what I was capable of with my physique, so I didn't think anything of it. I remember stopping by the house thinking it was going to be for a quick minute. I walk in and he has me sit down on the couch so we can chat a little bit about the competition. I'm thinking he wants to give me a pep talk since the show didn't go very well. You can hear all about it on episode one. I go into detail on that first show. (laughs) Well, he reaches into his pocket and he tosses $1,000 on the coffee table and says it's a gift. I froze. I'm like, why are you giving me (laughs) $1,000? Immediately, my instincts told me something wasn't right. I, I kind of felt a mix of fear and anger. I'm like, what the heck are you trying to buy something? My instincts told me he only wanted to give me $1,000 because he expected something in return. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I got up and left immediately. I remember the adrenaline rushing through me as I got in the car to get out of there. I was mad, but I was also sad. I thought he was not just a trainer, but a friend. I honestly couldn't believe it. I called a friend of mine who also used the same trainer to ask her about it, and she said he did the same thing to her, but she also had a relationship with him. I was so disgusted. I also wish she had told me ahead of time so I would have known, but apparently he he stopped seeing her, I guess, in hopes of having a relationship with me. Ugh, no. I, I was so disappointed, and needless to say, I fired him. So, well, I also found out over the years competing in bodybuilding that stuff like this happens all the time time. In fact, there is a recent movement in the industry where women are starting to come forward and shed some light on pervert coaches. Back to my opening statement of this episode, use your instincts. I understand how much competing means to you, how thrilling it is to see your body transform and create a shape you never knew you could have. Dialing in for a show is one of the most amazing rushes you will ever experience. I'm personally excited to get back on stage next year and to see all of my hard work come to life. I've been working really hard. Can't wait to see it all dialed in. And because I know how much competing means to you, as you know by now, I've created tools to help you with everything that has to do with performing, since I believe that is the most, really the biggest hole for competitors holding them back from winning. You worked too hard to get to the competition to blow it on performance. And I'm also here as a mentor after being in the industry for 20 years to help you know things to look out for as well. I never want you to let anyone dim your glow. Having said that, here are some things to look out for. First, are invites to hotel rooms to assess your physique. (sighs) Ladies, no coach needs to see you completely naked to assess your physique. Your physique on stage is not nude. If he asks you to strip down to your birthday suit, he is a pervert. And never, never go to meet someone for the first time alone. I don't care how many pro cards their clients have earned and how much they plaster, how much they love their clients over social media. There are well-known wolves in sheep's clothing. If something doesn't seem right, you're probably right. And always have your own back. If he or she intimidates you, he or she is not on your side. And I can't stress enough that bodybuilding is a hobby. So work with people that have your best interests at heart, not someone who is a pro card collector or gets off on their position of authority. 
And if something like this happens to you, don't keep it to yourself. Reach out to other competitors and tell them what happened. Warn people. Don't let others fall into the same trap. Second, there are stories in the industry of judges that want to critique your physique and tell you to stop by their hotel room for pointers. Come on, ladies. No one wants to give you pointers in their hotel room out of the kindness of their heart. If it seems odd, you're right. And yes, this stuff does happen. Everything I'm talking about happens. Competing means a lot. It takes a lot of time and commitment. I mean, really, 24-hour commitment. And when the stakes get higher, prep goggles are known to attach themselves, so you aren't thinking with a full deck anymore. You're too emotional. You want to win. So again, trust your instincts and always bring a friend, even if the situation seems harmless. If it's harmless, it most certainly won't be any less harmless with a friend by your side. Have your own back. And one more thing I want to mention that is not as severe as hotel room invites are things I've heard coaches say and seen them do that I think are condescending, like names. It's one thing to build someone up and call you Diesel Donna and other things to encourage you, but a trainer patting you on the low back like you are their kid or a trainer calling their athletes things like like little names, like I'll make this up, like my little buttons or something like that. It's just freaking stupid. All of my competitors are little buttons. Ugh, never let someone dim your glow. (laughs) Bodybuilding is an individual sport and you can become incredibly confident and look and feel incredible in this sport. Or you can also team up with a douchebag trainer who wants to elevate his ego and keep you in a place of inferiority. And newsflash, if you listen to episode two called The Death of Credibility, if you haven't, you really should. I talk about how nine times out of 10, these trainers don't even have the credibility to be doing contest prep anyways. Like, Where are these people's credibility to be doing any of this? Do you have any degrees? Do you have any nutrition background? Do you have any sort of exercise physiology? Do you have any knowledge of the human body at all? So the goal of this first episode in my series, The Dark Side of Bodybuilding, is to shed some of the light on things that you might not think will happen to you. Bodybuilding is one of the most rewarding sports. With anything, there are good people and there are bad people that you will encounter while you work towards your goals. For 20 years, I've witnessed and heard of many of the bad things that many people didn't see coming. There are many people that regret decisions they made, all for a plastic trophy. And my goal is to shed more light on stuff like this so you listen to your instincts no matter what level you are on, what division or federation you compete in, and become your best you without someone taking advantage of your dreams. I'm going to expand on this idea of the dark side of bodybuilding, and I'm going to be bringing on a guest in a couple of weeks, I'm really excited about it, to shed more light on some other dark secrets in the industry. This guest interview will be coming up very, very soon, so definitely subscribe to this podcast if you're looking for more um, information like this and, and you don't want to miss out on when that interview launches. Now, in the meantime, hopefully you enjoyed this episode today. I'm, I'm going to ask, though, if you want only if you want, you can check out some of our swag that has everything to do with having your own back by going to shop.killitwithdrive.com. I have men and women shirts that say things like my own motivation and it starts with one if you want to check it out. Time to have your own back and focus on being your best you. All right, guys, I'll see you guys later. Go over to shop.killitwithdrive.com. I love having you guys listening to the show and I will see you on the next episode. What are the things you need to know before competing in a bodybuilding competition? The Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast is dedicated to taking out the guesswork in the industry and exposing all these strategies. 
Learn five things I think you should know before your next show by downloading your free ebook called Five Tips Every Competitor Needs to Know Before Your Next Competition at www.eeinbb.com. It's all the no-nonsense information you need, whether you are male or female, bodybuilder, physique, figure, bikini, or wellness competitor. It's free, so just go download my five tips every competitor needs to know before your next show at eeandbb.com.